So the other morning, I was uh, doing my morning meditation, listening to the scripture, and uh, I, I came up on this thought, the process of purification. The purification, that process of trouble and difficulty, it is a, it is a means of revelation. Not the revelation of God, but the revelation of ourselves. We are able to discover what is really inside of us. You know, the scripture tells us that, that, that count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation. Uh, the scripture talks about that the trial of your faith is precious, uh, that, that, that your, your faith would become purified as gold, pure gold, tried in the fire. You know, sometimes there is a sense of the believer that we have received some type of immunity badge that, that, that nothing's going to touch us. We are unstoppable. Nothing can hurt us. And, and we can kind of live in this, uh, this cloud of, of, of uh, invincibility. You know, nothing's going to bother us. And sometimes some of the, one of the hardest things about difficulty is we are confronted with the fact we've had false perceptions about trouble and how it affects the people of God. But all you got to do is open your Bible. And if you start in the book of Revelations and you read through, through uh, Genesis and Exodus and Leviticus and Numbers and Deuteronomy and Joshua, Judges, Ruth, and you just keep reading 1st, 2nd Samuel, 1st, 2nd Kings, 1st, 2nd Chronicles, keep reading Ezra, Nehemiah, jo uh, Esther, Job, just, just keep reading uh, Lamentations, Matthew, Acts, Romans, Jude, Revelations. You read the whole book and you're going to walk away with like, ooh, I was, I was wrong. You just got to read the book. But then your life represents that. You know, just like it rains on the just and the unjust, the wind blows on the just and the unjust. The troubles of life come on the just and the unjust. In fact, in the teaching of Jesus on the Sermon on the Mount, he said that those that hear my sayings and do them is like a wise man that built his house upon a rock. And, and, and the rain came and the floods beat upon the house and it, and it stood. And the, the foolish man built his house upon the sand and the rains came and the flood beat upon the house and great was the fall thereof. What does that tell us? Everybody is going to experience rain and floods and trouble and tragedy and catastrophe and, lo and loss. However, we can survive. And that's, that's the, the story of faith and the characters of Scripture. And that's the story of faith and the characters of life, of those that, that will listen to and hear the words of Jesus. We will all go through difficulty. The Scripture lets us know that, that the wicked and the fool will have trouble, as well as the righteous soul and the saint. Everybody is going to have difficulty. This difficulty is a furnace that tries us and proves us and manifests and reveals us. For, for the saint tried in the fire, their faith comes forth as gold, pure gold, tried in the fire, something precious. But for the wicked and the unfaithful, it's it reveals them to be wood, hay, and stubble. They, they're consumed in it because what they filled their heart and their life and their substance has been towards things that perish, 
things that pass away, things that lose value, things that are uncertain. But the saint, the righteous soul, is that person that, that sets their affection on the things above, not on the things on the earth, and recognizes that our life is hid with Christ in God. And so it's important for us to recognize in the past, the present, and the future, trouble reveals us. And that revelation helps us to be prepared for the ultimate revelation. When we all will, will be sifted and we all shall be tried and the Lord will separate the wheat from the chaff, the sheep from the goats, there's coming a great revelation for all of us before the presence of God. But these minor troubles, oh, I know they seem to be catastrophic today, but comparatively, minor troubles, they are a, a trial run to see what, what is in me. And when, when we are revealed to be unprepared for the great sifting and the great dividing, it, it, it motivates us. It should call us and draw us to say, I need to get ready. I need to get my house in order. I need to be sure that I'm building my life upon the rock, the solid rock of Jesus Christ. His words, his teachings, his principles, his way, his priorities, his kingdom, that I would seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And everything else stacks up on top of that. Don't get the order of priority backwards. Be sure that you get Jesus and the kingdom and the church, that that is the central and the, the foundational value of our life. And, and, and on top of that, building on top of that, adding on top of that, you, you have other things that may not be bad, but you just sometimes, sometimes Jesus is the last thing to go in the stack, the last thing to go in, in, in packing. And you know, I, I know I've went on trips before and you know, you got all this luggage to put in the vehicle. You stack everything up and then, then somebody brings out something you can't live, with, live without. You gotta take it with you and it don't fit. So you have to take stuff out and you put the vital thing in and then stack the rest. And usually you can get everything in there, but you gotta take stuff out to get the vital thing in first. And in our life, if we'd be sure that we put the vital thing, what's the vital thing? Our priority, our, our value, our conviction, our faithfulness to the things that really matter. Let us not be more faithful to the kids' ball games than we are to the kids' Sunday school class. Let us not be more faithful to our vacation and our, our, our enjoyment and our hobbies than we are the house of God. Let's get the vital things. There's nothing wrong with most of the things that have taken priority. The problem is they have taken priority to the, to the elimination of the things that really matter. And, and in this season, we've seen so many things taken out of our schedule. But in the days to come, beginning today, let us be sure that the first thing that we put in is going to the house of God. The first thing we put in is our relationship with Jesus Christ. The first thing we put in is our responsibility to our brothers and sisters in the Lord, our, our mothers and fathers in our family, to be sure that we stack in the priority, the vital things. Sure, we'll do kids' ball games. Sure, we'll go on vacations. Sure, we'll buy new shoes. Sure, we'll do a lot of stuff. But be sure that what we pack first, 
are the things that we can't make the trip without. When you get to heaven, the Lord's not going to say, so what was the batting average for your son? What was the, the yardage run for, 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 your, uh, for your child? Uh, how well did they perform at school? That These things. The Lord's going to say, did you teach your children how to pray? Did you take your children to church every Sunday? These are things we're going to be judged for. And ultimately, our children will be judged on our priorities because they learn their priorities from us. There's no guarantee they're going to live for God if you take them to church. But I'll guarantee you, if you don't take them to church faithfully, nine out of ten, they're going to grow up and be lost. And they're not going to be able to make the trip because their mother and their father lacked the wisdom to understand the things that are vital and important. So let's get that right. And so if you've seen over the past year, that even in this season, oh, my life's been so out of kilter. This is a reset. This is a gift. That going forward, we will be sure that what the trouble revealed in my life, that going forward, God's going to help me to get my life in proper check. And if we'll do that, this past season will be the greatest thing. The season of trouble will be the greatest thing that ever happened to you because it will help you to get yourself right, to get your children going in the right direction. And potentially, you will not just be another uh, half-hearted Christian, but you can become an on-fire evangelist, a witness, a testimony to those that are lost and they don't even know how to get right because their parents didn't teach them. So those are my thoughts. My prayer, Lord, help me to be sure that as trouble reveals the deficiencies in my character, that the Lord, you'd help me to repent and begin to stack inside my life, in my family, in my priorities. That the Lord would help me to stack up in my life the things that really matter. God, church, faith, the Word of God, my relationship with Jesus Christ. And that will make all the difference.